Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Welcome to... Podcasts, the podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. It is our first episode. We're very excited to be here. Wow. Yes. Um, who, who are you? Me? Me, me, me. I am Karina Stokes, cats aficionado, but only of the musical and not of the animal, frankly. Cats fan account. That's me. Fair. And uh, you are? Oh, me. Um, my name is Ian Brodsky, um, also a cats aficionado. Again, more so of the musical, less so of the animal, though I do enjoy their company. Um, I have also done the musical in youth theater. Yes. So nothing fancy. So you're but it, basically a star. I'm basically a star. It was basically, being a 15-year-old monkey strap was the highlight of my, um, well, let's just say I peaked very young. Um, <laughs> now, fun fact, we have both witnessed or taken part of productions of high school yes of children's cats, cats. children's cats cats for kids yes uh, let's let's you know like you say let's start at the very beginning yes oh and man imagine if julie andrews were in this okay we'll we'll come back to that you did mention a thing about dream casting and we'll circle back to that ooh. later in this episode which yes. i don't actually have anything written down for it i added my notebook we, like there was something there leading not. up to this we took copious notes um, none of them on Dreamcasting. So, anyway, start at the very beginning. Yes. Uh, everyone knows about Cats in this grand sense of there's a musical and it's called Cats. Yes. And you might have heard it made fun of in popular culture. hmm But me, in my freshman year of high school, our theater department declared, and the musical in my high school is always a big deal. Anyone could be in it, first of all. Like, if you auditioned, you were in. You might... Not necessarily be getting a, a role, a speaking role, but you were in the chorus. We would not turn anyone down. Uh, so my joke is always that our cast was 300 strong. <laughs> I also have an anecdote that I don't know if it's true anymore because this was 2007. Wow. That one person got sick in the 300-person cast, and because they were all sharing so much makeup, like half the school was sick from cats. That tracks. Yeah. That so tracks. So I did not participate in cats. Um I wasn't sure where I stood with Cats as a musical. I was a little put off by the choice of Cats. I wanted to do something that I already knew about. Let's see, 2007, I was... Who knows what I was deep into at that point. It wasn't Cats. Sure. But I did go to see it because I support the arts. Yes. And Thank you for that. Of course. And it's just, it sticks with you a little bit. I didn't really think about it past that. 
But there's parts of that production of Cats from my high school that I will truly never forget. And then, eight years later, I decided to listen to the Cats soundtrack all the way through for the first time since high school. And it's a true sort of awakening. And it really started to develop my online brand. I remember that. Yeah. I remember because you were living in New York at was, the time. And um, I just remember following your live reaction yeah. to Cats. I was working a job where I had a lot of time to sort of do my own thing. I was at an internship. And you know, when you're an intern, sometimes you don't really do anything. Sure. Um, I worked very hard. I'm a very good worker, excellent employee. Uh, but I did have a little bit of downtime to listen, listen and to live cats. tweet to all of cats. Which I super appreciated. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. wonderful. It was wonderful material. If you look back in her Twitter, it's there. I mean, there's some dangerous stuff there. You'll also get through a lot of weird One Direction content. Uh, yeah. That's a different show. <laughs> Not with you. That's a, I was going to say, that's a podcast you can do on your own. Um, I would. Um, but yeah, back in 2015, I have some highlights saved. They'll probably be up on our, on our socials at so. some point. I hope so. I would love that. that. I, I did not know what was happening. I did not realize that I heard the first memory, the fake-out memory from the mm. London recording, and was like, oh, is this the end? This musical's a lot shorter than I remember it being. And you were wrong. And I was wrong. There was you a whole other disc. There's um, a whole other disc, a whole other hour long to sit through before we get to memory proper. And from that, I formed some opinions. Some of them have changed since then, but Cats became part of, of my aesthetic, part of my brand. Right. As an online content creator. Of course. And um, I love that about you. Yes. Um... Personally, my relationship with cats goes all the way back to, we'll call it my bar mitzvah. I mean, we should point out that you are an actor. I am, yes. Um, I am an actor, musician, dancer. Like, doing cats in high school was massive for me, and I'll yeah. get into that, like, real shortly. But my relationship with cats goes back to around my bar mitzvah. I was relatively, like, new into theater, knew that I had wanted to do it, had been a musician for a long time already, and memory of every privileged 13 year old gets like a candle lighting ceremony where like they call up their friends and their family and specific individuals to help them quote light a candle yes and for my grandma norma the song we chose was memory and my only knowledge of cats at that point was betty buckley singing it at the tony awards performance which was part of some other like retrospective broadway special right. on pbs yes and it was betty buckley's memory so it was like glorious mm -hmm. like haunting, chilling, you name it. Show-stopping. Show-stopping. And that was the beginning of it. And then I knew my grandma was going to light a candle to memory. And then I found out that the youth theater that I was training in and that I was uh, an integral part of was thinking about doing Cats. And then I told that to my mom, and she goes, oh, then we have to get you the DVD. <gasps> So my mom got me promptly, like, the DVD of the, like, 1998 PBS recording of it, Beautiful. which is basically a filmed version of the live show that yep. was on Broadway and in the West End at the time. Yes. And that opened my fucking eyes. Yes. Like, my family, I come from a very artistic family, so mm -hmm. we have an affinity for, like, anything that's sort of offbeat, avant-garde, Kind of like that's unpopular, but like notorious in a way. And that's what Cats was. Yes. And I saw like a bunch of very well-defined individuals. Yep. Singing, dancing, tapping, acting. Groping. Groping. I mean, I was 15. Yeah. Um, it, um, 
all in this piece of art that I somehow understood. And at the same time was like, yeah, I get I get the criticism. It's mm-hmm. definitely not for everybody. But I got something about yes. like about that. Um, and then I got to play like the role that I really wanted to play, which was essentially one of the leading roles, and um, it was a great fucking time. Yeah. Um, and so it stuck with me to this day. And like I saw the revival, I loved it. Like, it's just something that I genuinely enjoy. I genuinely enjoy the music. Like, say what you will about Andrew Lloyd Webber. Say what you will about the movie, and we will say a lot about the movie coming up. Yes. But it's it ended up just meaning a lot to me and I don't even think I realized that until like recently when it kind of came back into the zeitgeist with the movie yes um and I revisited my relationship with it and um it's it's a show that oddly enough means a lot to me and yeah kind of came into my life around the same time as the chorus line revival which showed me that like I could be who I am and an excellent dancer and I can be all these things um and be good at them like it's it's corny and saccharine, but like that's um, that it, it it was important for me. Yes. Um, at Ibroski on Twitter, if you want to make fun of me, it's fine. I mean, yes. Um, I will say with it coming back into the zeitgeist, as you will, I have felt a lot of the need to kind of defend cats in a lot of ways because sure. it, the movie got so critically panned. A hundred percent. And it's really a lot of people's first or more most recent exposure to cats right. and it kind of feels like <clears throat> that kid that you're like when it's your younger brother and you're like only i'm allowed to make fun of him yes like i'm allowed to make fun of cats because i also have loved cats for years and do like love it like i can see its flaws and i got a lot of jokes to make about it right but i have earned but they're my that jokes right. they're my jokes you yes. cannot make fun of my show yes and i can only imagine that as a dancer it speaks to you in, like, volumes. I mean, personally, for the record, I saw it with maybe 14 other people in the theater. Yeah. Four of them were either my friend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, And none of us were sober. Right. So there is a lot. And, like, Karina and I talked at dinner last night. Like, Karina came into town yesterday, and we've been talking about cats a lot. Yes. Um, And a lot of stuff from the movie I just don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fair. It's fair. Um, But there's a lot about the movie that I'm like, I see, I understand, I see it, I don't agree. Yes. And I think that's what it boils down to a lot. For people who know cats, love cats, appreciate cats, um, and then for anyone who has not, sort of, who doesn't have a history with it, who doesn't know the source material, as it were, in any sort of professional capacity, that we go back into this rehashing of like, what the fuck is cats? Why right. is it so weird and horny right. and like spandexy? We've like, all had this conversation. We've before. all had this conversation in the 1900s. And the fact that cats is a weirdly horny show doesn't make it good, but it's just what it is. It is what it is, and like, and we've talked about this for years. For years, but it does have like. People bring kids to see cats, and it's fine. It's not like we're scarring kids by showing them horny Nudity. cats. Yeah. It's because it's not just about that because it's not so blatant about what it is. Right. You have to kind of look into it and understand its deeper meaning. Otherwise, it's just a fun dance. Exactly. It's a fun dance show about Enjoy some kitties. Enjoy the fun dance show. I, when I saw the revival, some kid was in the audience two rows in front of me with her American boy doll. And oh. I was just, yeah, it was nice. wild. It looks exactly like a friend of mine. It's bonkers. That's terrifying. It is. Um, but 
this kid just was kind of like there for the ride and i was like good for that kid and like cats are running through the audience and like i saw it with a friend of the show renee levine Mm -hmm. and we were just like yeah let's go i will say i do think if i was to see cats which i do hope to see cats on tour soon fingers crossed um i do find the idea of cats running through the audience a little nerve-wracking and that's just my problem with audience participation (laughs) that's a me thing that's not a cat's thing i just don't want them that close to me Oh, man. It doesn't matter who they are of any cast. Even if the cast of Hamilton started running through the aisles, I'd be like, no, get back. It's it's weird. Like, breaking the fourth wall is um, it's a very dangerous tightrope to yeah. walk. And I think if anyone could pull it off, it's cats in some ways. But, but I also again, just think of, like, it's. I just think of, like, the song Magic to Do from Gil. Like, when they mm, talk about it in Gilmore Girls and it's during an audience, like, a town meeting. Right. And someone throws glitter on someone and you're like, Ooh, I don't want it. I don't want mm. it. But also, like, and we talked about this last night when he came into town. Cat starts off very creepy. Yes. Because from the mu- like, and we're going to talk this solely from a musical perspective. Yeah. We're going to dive into the um, movie of it all in our next episode. Yes, and many episodes down the line. And many episodes down <laughs> the line. Um, buckle up, y'all, because here we go. Woo! All right. Um, let's talk about cats. Let's talk about cats, baby. And... Let's talk about cats, baby. Hey. Um, so, Cats starts off the musical. Yeah. As if the audience had crashed their car into a junkyard. Yeah. And a bunch of cats come out and basically interrogate the audience. What you doing here? Yeah. What you doing here? Literally, the, the show starts off with the protector of the tribe going, are you blind when you're born? Yeah. And then we, you just get, it's just question after question. Can you see in the dark? Dare you look at a king? Would, Would you, you sit, sit on, on his throne? throne? Were you there when the pharaohs commissioned the Sphinx? Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you to, like, jump right? into our party? And then I guess they get over that because then they're kind of like... Because cats are also arrogant, so cats want to show off a little. That's they're a fact. flexing. This whole show is one big flex. Oh, one big flex after another. Yeah. And just, like, continuous, like, look at what she can do. Look at what he can do. Look yes. at what I can do. Yes. Um... And Which, no wonder this show speaks to theater people, by the way. Because the statement you just made, I've heard real people say of course. many a time. Of course. Of course. Um, well, it starts with, with this overture, and I will say, just a weird aside, that I love the overture of Cats. The overture is great. It's, very, it's a productive song, because it winds you up, and then this kind of like a bombastic beat drop. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's good, and it sounds very cat-like. It almost sounds like it's a cat walking across a piano, right? And happens to have made a tune, right? And then we go into all this, this interrogation number, right? But it becomes like a big fun company number, and yeah. it's all about like, can you answer these questions? If so, like, yeah, I guess you're one of us. Welcome to the party. And it does introduce the main term, the thing that really confuses a lot of people. Which is the concept of a jellical cat. Right. And the question is, what's a jellical cat? They ask that as well. And then they go into a song that doesn't they really answer the question. tell us, but they don't. Multiple times, And too. now, let's let's talk trivia, though. Why is it a jellical cat? Great question, Karina. Um, so, it has to do with T.S. Eliot, mm-hmm. the original poet of yes. it all. Yeah, another thing, if you didn't know, it's not written. This didn't sprout out of... Baron Andrew Lloyd. Cocaine. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't invent all the cats. They are based on Old Possum's book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot. So it's all of that set to music. Yes. 
So if you don't know that going into it, then it's automatically weird off the... Yes, it makes more sense when you know it's coming from poetry. Exactly. The term Jellicle comes from, I believe it was his daughter or granddaughter? Yes, a child. A child in his life trying to say the words, dear little cat. Yes. And because children are developing their motor skills... Children are dumb. Children are dumb. Um... (laughs) It came out as Jellicle Cat, yes. and thus an the entire idea, movement was born. The idea tickled T.S. Eliot so much that he wrote a whole book of poems about him. And, as opposed to a poor little dog or a pollicle dog. Yes. Um, finally, Dame Judi Dench tells us at the very end of the movie, it only took us, what, 35 years. Yes. Um, we are treated, I'll say, to a song after being asked, what's a Jellicle Cat? Yeah. We are treated to a song called The Naming of Cats. Uh, I hate this song. It's it's a weird fucking song. I do hate this song. If you can call it a song, there's it is It's like early, a melodic. It's early like theater ASMR where they're just whisper singing at you <laughs> and it does feel like they're about to attack you personally. <laughs> like they're going to jump into the audience and just get you for theater some ASMR. Reason. And that's a fact too, like cause even if you watch the record the PBS recording they are staring right at that fucking camera. Right at it. Into your soul. And, and they up go close through. and personal, some of those cats are frightening. And they just talk about all cats have three names. There's the name from the people. There's the other name, the Jellicle name, and then there's the third name. Which we're not even we going to bring up. We can't even speak about it. Right. Cats who must not be named. Right. It's very sacred. Yes. Um, and this starts our sort of the, all the ritual that comes exactly. around being a cat. And that's another part of the lore of the show is that it is about a tribe it is very tribal it's very like not culty but like Eh, a eh, little culty culty. um but mild cult mild cult but it is so much about like this group that comes together as we immediately find out afterward to celebrate like the jellicle ball yep under the jellicle moon under the jellicle moon which i guess is just the full cat moon or whatever and their patriarch, their sort of next level being Old Deuteronomy, yes. makes the jellical choice, yes. deciding who will be reborn into their next life. Yes. Why? Because cats have nine lives, yep. making it slightly less grim than what we are spelling it out Just to be. cat death. Yeah. Cat death. Um, so we all choose who's going to die. And they call it, they really, there's a lot of like playing with words in this. So they choose which jellical cat to goes to the heavy side layer. Right. And it's not, it's like a mutation of, like, heaven. Heaven. Right. But it's heavy side. Heavy side. Yeah. Um, because they're in a different layer of right. being. Um, and so then the rest of the show is basically exploring all the different cats. Yep. Your contenders, if you will. Their relationships. Their relationships. Even some of the ones that aren't, like, on paper or, like, spelled out for you. Right. But, like, that you just kind of, like, get. Um... And it's a big, fun musical about cats. cats. Now, it's also, was it ever the longest-running musical? It was. Yeah. For a while, it was the longest-running Broadway musical. Yeah. About 18 years on Broadway. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a lot of cats. It's a lot of cats. So clearly, even with that wild plot, it did something right. It did something right. It and touched hearts. Fun fact... There's one cast member who was in it for all 18 years. Really? Who started off as a swing, and then, or an ensemble uh, track, yeah. moved into um, the Demeter role, mm-hmm. and then moved over to the Bombay Arena role, mm-hmm. the two sexy cats that yep. we will talk about. Really? Um, 
And she played that role for 18 years or wow. like 16 years. Yeah. Like she played, she was in it the entire show. That's the entire run of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, when did it get revived? It got revived in 2016, I believe. Okay. Um, and it came back with very similar choreography, sort mm-hmm. of revamped by Andy Blankenbuehler. Yep. Um, taking Jillian Lynn's original work and sort of, um, not editing it, but like, but um, reshaping it yeah. for today. Yes. Um, but still very much the same cast. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk about. We won't dive into like the characters now because no. like that's what the show is about. You're he- we're here to talk about all the different cats, whether they're grouped by age or gender, like what have you. Um, and we're gonna have a bunch of wonderful guests helping us out along the way. Yes. Um. So I have a question for you. All right. We've talked about how it's clearly a phenomenon and stayed in culture for years mm-hmm. and that we love it. But from a purely objective standpoint, is it a good show? Is it a good Broadway show? Right. In like capital letters. Sure. Um, I mean, I always think like good and bad stuff, especially when it comes to art. I'm so sorry in advance. This is going to be a lot of like podcasts about me like talking about like my specific perception of art. Yes. And, like, I apologize in advance for that. Um, But I think so much of what makes something good or bad comes from opinions on that and comes from a point of view. So from my point of view, I think it is a good show. Yes. I think it is – I think its uniqueness, its weirdness, I think its whole avant-garde thing, being a show of humans as anthropomorphized cats in body suits and big old furry wigs and makeup is good. I think it's unlike anything else – I think the songs are bops. We'll talk about, we'll break down the songs individually. But personally, I think it's a good piece of theater. Has there ever, has there since Cats been anything else that ever tried to capture that sort of feeling and the magic that Cats had? I don't know. That really just relied on visuals and dance and telling a story that's sort of nonsensical but makes sense but really needs to be seen. See, the closest thing I can think of is Sleep No More. Interesting. Sleep No More is, and that the thing with that is that it's immersive. Mm-hmm. So you're, I've seen this, I've seen that show multiple times, yep. and the, even still, like you're not getting the whole story because with Sleep No More, you are running around you're like choosing your own adventures. You're choosing of. your own adventure, um, and I, that's really the only thing I can sort of think of that um, not parallels Cats, but kind of is in a similar vein. Um, but the thing with Sleep No More is like it's Macbeth, so yeah. like people know kind of what to expect with it. It's they can the, fill in the blanks. They can fill in the blanks. It's part Macbeth. It's part like Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot that you understand just walking in, knowing that it's those ideas. I will say the idea of an immersive cat's experience sounds awful. I mean, it sounds frightening. I don't think I would like that. I don't think anyone would. I'm laughing at my own joke that I wrote down while on the Starbucks listening to this, which is where they break the fourth wall and Monkey's Drive goes, oh, there's a man over there who hasn't heard what a Jellicle cat is. And I wrote down, yeah, I bet he doesn't know what it is because his wife dragged him to the show that he wasn't expecting to. Oh, man. So that's uh, me thinking I'm very funny. Um, <laughs> that is very funny. That man um, over there has no idea what's going on and every man in the audience is like, yeah. And if it's 1982 and you got a mistress, then you got to see it again. <laughs> you got to see Cats twice. <laughs> uh, that is uh, credit to Louis Gaudio who like yes. gave me that joke. Um, credit where credit's due. Yes. But I want to know what you think. Do you think it is a good show? So I am much less studied in the art of musical theater. It's okay. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm a 
I'm not a scholar. I'm a fan. Um, so I can only come up, like, I know people who, who don't like cats. Right. I know people who pretty violently don't like cats. Um, I'm sure we all do. Yes. But then, like, <clears throat> cats to me comes down to that it is definitely a good experience. Hmm. But I'm never quite sure how good it is as a musical. And I think part of it is I always like a musical where you can, because I am not from, I don't live in New York City. I don't have access to a lot. And I never did growing up. I was a huge musical theater, like, nerd as a kid who had no access to it, right? And so Cats is pretty inaccessible if you don't have a visual to go Mm. along with it. And this is coming from someone who only experience was to be through soundtracks sure so like you can listen to les mis all the way through and know what's happened basically you can piece the plot together just from the songs um and that's what i appreciated about things when when i was young and listening to it so you can't really do that with cats you cannot just cold listen to cats soundtrack and know what's happening Right. You can maybe appreciate some of the songs, but I don't think you can appreciate the whole thing without seeing it. I don't think that makes it not good mm. because theater is an art that is visual and musical and an experience. Right. There's literally a term yeah. for like a German term, Gesamtumswerk, which is basically yes. the is culmination a, yes. of all of those things at once. Your Frankfurt, yes. Your Frankfurt. Um, yeah. So, and they did produce a way for kids to see it just my mom was never going to buy me the dvd of cats because she was like no right no 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 like we're not watching that whereas i came from like a new york family that appreciated cats from the jump and my mom was like we're on this kid not to say my like love of musical theater wasn't encouraged but my mom was not about to sit down and watch cats with me right and i cannot blame her so can i ask a question kind of in that band and i like i this might sound like a challenge but i promise it's not yeah so with things coming out now that are more like jukeboxy musicals mm-hmm. or like um, these sort of not not necessarily the bio musicals because those stories are there, but like yeah. something like a jagged little pill, yep. um, where the music is all a, an artist's formerly created work, yeah. co- sort of plugged into a story. it also into yeah. a story, kind of going back to like olden days where they did that a lot. Yes. Do you find a different level of accessibility in that way? Because it's not like an Into the Woods where like this the songs are in service of the plot, right? Um, but it is still like something that you could. I'm not going to like say like go on YouTube and find a bootleg, right? Because you could do that with Cats too, right? But like, do you think there's a different level of accessibility there? So like, here's the thing about like the Jukebox musical is that you're also not getting the story by listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't care about Mama Mia until the movie came out mm. because I you can't grasp the story unless you read a wikipedia article about it sure and you know the song so you have sort of the accessibility with that kind of comes from the idea that you already know musically what you're getting into sure and how they adapt a story around it so you kind of more need to like read about it and then you can listen and kind of figure out how they're piecing it together but if you just sit down and listen to a jukebox musical, you're not getting much different of an experience than you were if you sat down and listened to the album it's expired by. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you this for that. This is a nice tangent that's not about cats. It's okay. But, like, I mean, I think it's all relevant, though, yeah. because I think accessibility wasn't a factor for me because I grew up in a suburb of New York City to parents from New York City. Yes. So the arts were always right in my backyard. Yes. Um, but, like, the 
sort of the exposure to like the different facets of art in that way kind of were like a no-brainer for yes. my family. Yes. Oh man. We're gonna talk about a lot of cats, guys. Jellical cats? What Jell- here's a one question also. What size is a jellical cat? What size is a jellical cat? Small. <laughs> small, but also moderate size. And rather small. Rather small. There's the whole As song, we said, are small. Yes. There's just that song that is in the middle, the Jellicle Ball song, where they go through and list all these characteristics of cats that not all the cats have. Right. Like, Jellicle cats are black and white, says a cat, sings a cat who is neither black nor white. Right. Like. Um, what's wait. another one? Um, um, Jellicle cats have cheerful faces, except right. for, like, the few sad no, ones. Jellicle cats are roly-poly. Okay. Na- okay. I mean, I can name a couple. Tumble Brutus. It's in his name. That guy's definitely fucking really poly. Yes. Um, but Skimbleshanks, who I think says that line, at least in the PBS version, not the rolliest or poliest. No. Definitely active. So, but like, there's a lot of weird things. A lot of weird things. We don't... A lot of questions do go unanswered. A lot of questions do go unanswered. I think people who are deep in the cat's fandom, which I don't even think is us, have taken it upon themselves to answer those questions themselves i think so like if this reaches if this reaches the right audience we may get a lot of emails sort of with their yeah not necessarily dragging us but definitely like giving us their insight and their opinions a lot of room for head cannons which i think is a weird concept which is what we have basically done all of our research in all of everything that we will talk about that is not explicitly like stated in a poem is going to be conjecture i have written down here cats is the ultimate emotional journey Oof, that's a fact. That's a and fucking fact. It, you might not all experience the same emotion when you see it, but you are going to go on an emotional that's journey. That's the thing, though. It's like, you're affected by cats. Yes. Positively or negatively. It does not matter. Right. You you walk out feeling some way, even if you, like, hate like it. Like, yeah. That's a, that's a thing. But, yeah. I also think cats is the so, one of the memes of the musical theater community. Absolutely. 100%. It's a highly parodied show, I would say. Highly parodied because it is so weird. There's, you hear clips of memory all the time. Memory is like, is the word ubiquitous? Like, memory is part of culture. You don't have to know anything about cats to know about memory. Right. And like, you've probably, like, there are probably now three voices, three women's voices, be it Elaine Page, Betty Buckley, or now Jennifer Hudson, Mm -hmm. where like, you've heard... Some, one of those three legends sing memory. Yes. Like, it's around. Yeah. And, like, also, that white cat. Yes. Victoria the white yes. cat is kind of a symbol, not just in the show context, but sort of yeah. on a larger scale. I kind of compare Victoria the white cat as a symbol is the same as why little Cosette is on all the Les Mis posters. Oh, 1,000%. Like, it's a symbol of the show, even if they're not necessarily... The main, the main role. part, but you look, you see the white cat from Cats, and you, and know, you know you're seeing cats. You know you're seeing cats, just like you see baby Cosette, and you're like, "This is lame is right, exactly. That is fucking spot yeah. on. Holy shit! When a Broadway show surpasses the run of Cats, it is a tradition that like a white cat, human dancer person, yeah, comes out and sort of symbolically passes the torch, which is wild to me. Which so. is wild, yeah. but. Uh, Personally, I love it because, like, all of my favorite shows are, like, those long-running, like, musicals from the 1980s and 90s and shit. Here's the question. So, we mentioned at the top the idea of dream casting for cats. Oh, yeah. Let's and, go back And to I think this. we were kind of talk, talking specifically about the movie. But mm-hmm. I also don't think that the cast, the cast was the problem of the movie. Well, entirely. Like, if right. they, that cast could have succeeded, maybe. Right. But is there anyone 
who you would like to see as a cat that you haven't mm. been able to see. Mm, 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 mm. Like we talked about, could Julie Andrews be a cat? You know, who like, would Julie Andrews be in Cats? The thing is, like, I think she would have, like, if they were going with a a female old Deuteronomy as they did, Ooh. and um, oh, like Judy, Princess Diaries era, like yeah, Julie Andrews, right? Because like nowadays it's a whole thing. Like she physically cannot sing. Like it would be detrimental. Yes. Um, if this were made like maybe in like oh six, right? Then and they went with the um female Deuteronomy theme. Like I, I think Julie Andrews would have been like. Just as heartbreaking and just oh, yeah. as sincere and genuine and earnest as Judy Dench. Yeah. Um, who I thought was wonderful. Yeah. Um, One of the weird things about Cats is because they're so heavily makeuped and it's such right. a heavily dancer show, it's not necessarily a show to put in. Besides Grisabella besides and Grisabella. maybe Old Deuteronomy in some ways, you're not casting that with... You're not typecasting it necessarily. because no, you... Well, it's also so technically difficult that you need people... Who can do all right. it. It's not about the names. It's about the people who can perform the show. Right. And I guess I'm kind of thinking, like, who can kind of do both? Like, yeah. if we were to take, like, the source material of Cats and, like, what Cats became in the movie and kind of, like, marry the two and come out with, like, I guess, like, sort of an in-between result, like, who might that be? Right. And my answer is still probably going to be a lot of Broadway names. Yeah. Or, like, or like a Hugh Jackman sort. like. Mm. I mean, like, mm. Hugh Jackman's probably a little old for it now, but, like, in his day, he would have been, like, a monkey strap, yep. or, a, like, he would, he could be a tugger, yeah. like, he's, like, because, like, I think of, like, the two female, sort of, like, main, call them the sexy cats, yep. Demeter and Bomb Ballerina, and, like, I don't think Taylor Swift, like, no. and, spoiler alert, that's who we get, and spoiler alert, that's who we get, but, like, and we were talking earlier off mic, like, about, like, an Ariana Grande, yeah, I think she could have been a great, like, Demeter Bombalurina. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anyone in mind? I'm just, like, thinking about, like, well, I'm also, like, going through the list of, like, pop culture musical theater names. Like, the musical theater names that your everyday man's going to know. That, right. Like, like, is someone being like, why hasn't Idina Menzel been in Cats? I mean, someone, someone's asking that. Like, she could have, like, even today she could probably be a Grisabella yes. for, like, a yes. two-month run or something. Right, a special performance. Right. Here's your question, too. With the rise of, like, internet creators getting roles on Broadway, mm. let's talk about your Todrick Halls, mm. who's, Who like, was a tugger, I think. I think he yeah. did tugger. And he, I think, like, yeah, getting roles and, like, things like that. Like, can you cast cats from popular YouTubers? I, mean, I can't maybe? answer that question right now, but I'm going to be thinking about it for the rest of my life. Absolutely. But I'm like, now I'm thinking like, well, who has done what? And like, right. Like, like you're not going to put Catherine Zeta Jones in this. You're no. not going to put like, you're not going to put Anna Kendrick in cats. Like more's the pity, frankly. I, I mean, Anna Kendrick as a one rumble woman, teaser. One woman show. Anna Kendrick is cats. That would be, this I is would, also my note, which is, is it I possible to do cats as a one person show? I think so. I think it would be very confusing. <laughs> I think you can make anything a one person show if you just double down. If you just really like bear down and be like, okay, guys, buckle the up, fuck up, bitches. Let's cats. <laughs> Let's cats. I'm going to be all 37 cats in this thing. Oh, Jesus. It's a bonkers show. Yes. Like, and like, I think that's also something we forget about, like, is the artistry of cats in practice is that it is a dance show. Yeah. It's a two hour dance show. It is. Um, and like, not even like dance companies. Not even opera singers do eight shows a week. Right. It's 
It's a lot. Right. It's so demanding. It's so demanding. Especially, like, because you also have to be a singer. And a cat. And a cat on top of all of that. <laughs> oh, man. We definitely dived into, like, the artistry of it all. And, like, yes. I appreciate that because it's only going to go downhill from here, guys. It is. This was a, the most, like... I'm going to pull back the curtain here. This is the last thing we've recorded. This is the last thing we've recorded. It's our first episode out. (laughs) Welcome to the party, everyone. knowing where we started, that we had this, like, semi-serious discussion about the, like, intent and artistry and cultural impact of cats. While we were... And where we're going to end up. Meanwhile, like, spoiler alert, we talk about all the possible crimes McCavity has committed. Yeah, and we talk about fucking a lot. We talk about fucking. Do not listen to this... If your mom is in the room with you, unless yes. that's the kind of relationship you right? have, like, and good for you if you do. Ian, do you think you're a Jellicle cat? Uh, duh. Okay. I mean, I'm more of like probably a dog is my spirit animal. I think I'm more of a border collie. But like, if yeah. I had to, if I had to be a cat, yeah, I think I would be like is a Jellicle cat deep in your soul. Yes. What about you? I I must be at this point. I think so. Maybe I mean, not by choice, but it's. Happened. I think so. I but again, Mungo Jay and Rumble Teaser. Yes. Hosting this fucking podcast. Cool. Yes. Yes. Um. Uh, boy. Boy. Oh, guys, you're in for a ride. I don't know how this ride is going to go, but that's Honestly, cats. Even that is cats for you. This ride is just for me, and I will be the only one listening to it. It's worth it. <laughs> I'm, and I'm happy for that. Like, I'm glad. I'm so happy. Um, so, we will be asking our guests a series of questions. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are do these cats fuck? Yes. And how big are these cats? Yes. But we are also going to, um, we're going to give them a BuzzFeed quiz, and they are going to find out which cat they are yes um and we will post the link to this quiz yes. on our social I media recommend everyone take it A- absolutely and finally we are going to hold a vote yes democracy in action democracy in action your vote will count yes. i promise you and we will decide which cat truly deserves to ascend to the heavy side layer yes now you can email us at Jellical Podcasts. Yep. You heard us right. Jellical Podcasts. Yep. You listen to a show called Podcasts. Nope. Jellical Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes. We will tally the votes and we will regroup at the end and officially declare a ruling. Yes. So happy to be here. Oh, man. This is quite the journey. Thank yeah. you guys so much for coming on this journey with us. All right, so Karina, where can people find you if they want to follow you on social media? Good news, I'm a millennial, so you can find me on the internet. Um, I am on both Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Epic Adventure of. Um, that is my brand. That is my aesthetic. That's who I am online. It's very you, though. It is, and it has been me for so many years, um, for better or for worse. <laughs> um, also, I am. Uh, a multi-dimensional person and I am also an avid fan and player of Dungeons and Dragons and my dear dear friend runs a couple games and also streams them on the internet for your viewing pleasure so you can find those and watch them watch me struggle through the game of Dungeons and Dragons at twitch.tv slash spoonersnack that's s-p-o-d-e-r s-n-e-k and those are most Wednesdays and Fridays, we'll say. But the information's all on that on that Twitch page. Um, awesome. Yes, it's a wild time. It's nothing like cats, but it's a time. <laughs> and right. where can they find you? Oh, man. So it turns out I, too, am a millennial. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
you can find me and keep up with all my um, happenings and thoughts and dumbass remarks um, at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram, I-B-R-O-S-K-I. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can find me at facebook.com slash ian or if you want to check out the things I do and my upcoming events, um, I have a website at ianjbrodsky.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode yes. of Podcasts. Podcasts. The podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. Yes. And, and that's, that's how, how you start, start a podcast. podcast. You can find out more about Podcasts, a podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal, by finding us on social media. We are on both Twitter and Instagram at Pod, and you can always reach us by email at jellicopodcats at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.